Welcome to the Community Church Podcast, your place to belong. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this week's message. I hope that it blesses and encourages you. here as we continue on our series uh, called Step Out 2021. Uh, every year in January, we like to have a bit of a theme for the year, and I believe that this, this is the theme that God has laid on my heart for this year uh, as your pastor uh, and, and for what, what God has in store for us. And last week, we talked about missed opportunities and how sometimes in the faith journey, missed opportunities are the result that we're, because we're not, uh, or we're afraid, or we're concerned, or we're cautious, or whatever, but we choose not to initiate by talking to Jesus, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that today, but, but initiating rather than just waiting for the invitation. There are times where God calls, but there are times where God is just looking for us to take a step of faith, and we saw that with Peter as we look again at Matthew chapter 14 and the moment where he stepped out of the boat and walked on water. So let me remind you the passage of scripture. It's going to be up on your screen. Here it is, Matthew chapter 14, verse uh, 23, just in the middle of verse 23 to verse 31, and then we're going to pray. It says this, later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. And then there was this moment right here that we read, and Peter speaks, and he says, Lord, if it's you, or as we learned last week, it's probably better to say since it's you. There was an assurance in Peter's heart. Lord, since it's you, tell me to come to you on water. Come, he said, and then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, remember, the wind and the storm was already happening, he was afraid, and he began to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me, and immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt, or what got into you? Let's pray. Father, I, uh, I thank you for our opportunity today uh, to worship you and to experience your presence wherever we are today watching. And Lord, I pray that you would continue to stir our hearts today. And Lord, I ask that you would give us uh, ears to hear what your spirit is saying, what the Holy Spirit is relaying us, the, the heart of the Lord today for us. And so not just us corporately, but but God, us as individuals or families today. And so, Lord, I, I pray that you would give us ears to hear and may we have the courage uh, to walk that out in, in obedience and faithfulness today. And again, Lord, I thank you for your presence uh, filling this moment in your name. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I, uh, I, I don't know how many of you, because this movie is so, I didn't realize how old this movie was, but this movie is like 21 years old, basically, but The Perfect Storm. I don't know if you ever saw The Perfect Storm with George Clooney uh, and Mark Wahlberg, um, and it's the, you know, the storyline is uh, a couple of, you know, commercial fishermen. Uh, one of them has this cold streak and decides that, you know, he doesn't want to end the season on a cold streak of, of bringing in, you know, fish and making money, and so he decides at the last minute 
minute late in the season to go out one more time. And of course, they encounter what's known as the perfect storm, and they succumb to that perfect storm. And, and the movie actually popularized um, a, a, a phrase that was used uh, among meteorologists you know, with regard to the perfect storm. The perfect storm would be a rare combination the key word is rare, a rare combination of things that would absolutely create what would be known as the perfect storm or a weather phenomena. Like it is so rare that all of these things would come together at the same time and it was known as the perfect storm. Now, you know, I don't know if what Peter and the disciples were experiencing, uh, I don't know if they were experiencing the perfect storm, I just know that they were experiencing a major storm from beginning to end. You know, like I said last week, Peter, Peter didn't just succumb to the, the perfect storm, you know, after he walked on water, the, the storm was right there. And what I do know about this is that even though I don't know if it's the perfect storm, I do know that this quote-unquote perfect storm or this storm led to one of the most perfect and one of the most amazing opportunities that, that Peter could have in God. This encounter, this moment, we, and he walked on water. I mean, the reality is, is he could have allowed the storm to keep him you know, from, uh, from, from even stepping out, just like the rest of the disciples. They stayed in the boat, and I get that. Because I don't know about you, but I would love to believe that that. that Somewhere deep down inside that when God calls me to something or God opens an opportunity for me, I would love to believe that I would be like Peter. I would love to believe that I would like already have my leg over the side. That's what I picture. I have this picture of, of you know, Peter having his leg over the side of the boat and talking to Jesus at the exact same time. But somewhere inside of me, I think to myself, in my, when I look back at my faith journey, I can't always say that I had that same passion, that same you know, pursuit, or that same ability to initiate like Peter. Sometimes I wonder if I would have been more like you know, the rest of the disciples in the boat because they were not only scared and terrified of the fact that Jesus was walking on water, they thought he was a ghost, but I would imagine that the storm you know, and, and, and all that's going on around them would have caused them to say, well, listen, it's safer in this boat. Because if you've ever experienced a crazy storm, a severe storm in any way, shape, or form, you know, taking shelter and refuge and staying secure and safe, that's just good advice. You know, I remember when I was a kid, and, and we used to, uh, well, I shouldn't say I was a kid, it was probably more like, you know, junior high age, and we used to go to um, McCray Point up in, uh, camping up towards the Barry Aurelia area. Uh, you know, a few summers, and, uh, and almost every, uh, every weekend on the summer, we would go up with a group of families from the church, and, and, and we would camp, and, and some of the best memories of my childhood or my teenage uh, years was, was camping at McCray Point. And the crazy thing about McCray Point, and I've always said this when we lived in Barrie, that the weather in Barrie could turn on a dime. Like out of nowhere, you could have sunshine and then boom, all of a sudden this wicked storm could kick in for about two or three minutes or five minutes and then it's gone again and it's clear. And I just found that region to be like that. And when I look back, I remember when we used to camp, you know, we'd have, the majority of the weekends would be beautiful and gorgeous and out on the water and in a boat and, you know, swimming at the lake and all that good stuff. And, 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 but every once in a while, there would be this combination of different things like wind and rain and you'd have this storm just for a few moments. And I remember a bunch of us were down at the lake at the time that this wind started to pick up and the rain started to come and the waves were, were pretty big. And of course, you know, the rain wasn't too heavy at that moment. And so we thought, well, let's, let's, let's have some fun here. And I was with some older teenagers and I remember that. I was probably one of the younger ones at the time. 
And, and they started going out further and further. And of course, like a young teenage boy, man, like I, I want to be brave. I want to be cool. I don't, I don't want to be left out. I don't want to be sitting on the shore or, you know, in the water up to my knees. And so, you know, like any teenage boy who's trying to prove himself, you know, he, I started to make my way out to where they were. And the more I got out there, even though I had swimming lessons, all that kind of stuff, the waves were getting stronger and stronger and bigger and the current. And I found myself like at times swallowing water and getting overwhelmed, but I didn't want to say anything. But there was a moment where I thought, man, like if I don't get back to shore, I could get swallowed up in this moment. But again, I didn't want to say anything until finally one of the older teenagers saw that I was struggling. And so they grabbed me and they pulled me in far enough that I could walk now back from you know, the water into the shore because she knew that it would be safer for me there. And, and that totally makes sense. I get it. In the faith journey and in life, there are times where there are things in front of us that are bigger than us, us and, the, and, the, and, the, and it overwhelms us and we struggle through them. And, and the natural thing is, well, let's find refuge. The natural thing is to find shelter. The natural thing is to find somewhere that's safe and secure. That makes total sense to me. The thing is, that doesn't always translate in the faith journey, does it? But sometimes the faith journey is full of, not full, but it has moments of, of a struggle. There are moments where, where sometimes we don't realize that the quote-unquote perfect storm, the rare combination of things that seem overwhelming and bigger than us, sometimes that perfect storm is actually leading to the perfect opportunity and that sometimes in our faith journey, which is hard to navigate, but it's true, sometimes trying to find shelter or to, you know, to take refuge in what we find secure or comfortable is not always the best thing or the right thing for us spiritually. I guess what I'm actually trying to say to you this morning as we talk about stepping out in 2021 and how you navigate is, is don't make the assumption that just because the storm is there means that God wants us to stay away. Just because it's going on around us, it doesn't mean that this isn't a God moment or God, is, is not, God can't be leading me in this direction. There's no, no possible way. All of, everything points to this being too hard or too difficult. It's not perfect. I don't know about you, but when I look at the pattern of Scripture, I see the opposite. I don't see, you know, throughout Scripture a lot of moments where everything is in perfect alignment and, 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 and requiring very little of God. I see the opposite. I see Scripture full of quote-unquote perfect storms, places of decision that either you can tell there's going to be a struggle you can tell that it's going to be difficult. You're going to, you can tell that, man, there's no way that I'm going to be able to do this unless I trust in God or those, or those elements already exist. But you know inside your heart, you know that this is what God might be calling you to. And I look at scriptures, I look at moments like, you know, David and Goliath. I, I look about Moses and his journey with Pharaoh and the people of God. You know, I think about the Apostle Paul and, and all of the things that he encountered on his journeys, being in prison, you know, watching a, you know, the ship that he's on going down and, and all of these different things. I look at Jesus himself and I think about the cross. And that last one, you might say, well, that's a little bit of a stretch, PC. Is it? Is it really? 
Because when I read the New Testament, when I read, you know, you know his encounters with the disciples and, and sharing with them about what it's going to require of them, it's easy to see that Jesus would say, hey, listen, it's not easy to follow me. It's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not, it's not going to be a, you know, a, a nice, clear path for you. In fact, Luke chapter 9, verse 23, says this. Remember these words of Jesus. Whoever wants to be my disciple, whoever wants to follow me, whoever wants to learn from me, whoever wants to be like me must deny themselves. That means we're giving up something. And take up their, what's that word right there? Take up their cross. Now, I don't know about you. And maybe sometimes we need a good reminder that when you look at the cross, when you think about the cross, the cross was not an easy journey. The cross was never, not even close to being something that was comfortable. It was never something that was enjoyable. It was a challenge. And that's saying it in a very gentle way. He said you need to take up your cross daily. There are moments daily that we will find challenges in front of us that he's leading us to so that we can follow him because the perfect storm may be opening the perfect opportunity. And so how do you know, right? That's a great question. How do you know? How do you know if the perfect storm that's in front of you or the perfect storm that's potentially ahead of you because you have this nudge or this feeling or this sense and it's such a great question and even after 20 plus years of full-time ministry and, and you know, what, 40 years of following Jesus, you know, I, I, I can't honestly tell you that there's this, you know, 10-step plan or 5-step plan. Uh, you know, every time I look back at the leading and the guiding of God, there were always something, there was always something different about it. And I think, I think sometimes God does that to keep us on our toes a little bit and more reliant on listening to him. But I do know it does start with one step, the first step beyond initiating it's actually doing what peter did you need to talk to jesus in anticipation of wanting to step out and take a step of faith you need to talk to jesus look at verse 28 and verse 29 out of that passage of scripture it says lord if it's you or since it's you peter replied tell me talk to me speak to me god to come to you on water and Jesus releases and says, come. His initiation opened the invitation, but there's a conversation. And, and I believe that God is calling us in 2021, and I don't know what that looks like. I just have the sense in my spirit that God is looking for us as individuals or corporately as a church to take a step. And I think I mentioned this last week, but if I didn't, let me just share my heart. I believe that all of that needs to be bathed in prayer. I believe all of that needs to be, you know, taught. We need to spend time talking to Jesus when we have that nudge or that sense before we act. It's just wisdom. But some of us sometimes are afraid to ask. Some of us sometimes are, are fearful. Some of us just, man, we look at our comfort zone. I get why the disciples might have stayed inside the boat just for comfort alone, just for security alone. 
Sometimes we do that. Sometimes we have a tendency to, well, I'm going to take the road that's comfortable. I'm going to take the path that seems safer or just makes sense. Because we're looking for the perfect alignment when really sometimes we need to be looking for the perfect storm. Not saying that's the case all the time. But as God is leading us and guiding us in the decisions that we make, whether it be, you know, our, our, our finances or, you know, a, a, a job or, you know, our business or a decision that we have to make for our families or, you know, as a student trying to decide what, you know, what university or college I need to go to or, you know, in this moment I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm not sure if I should say what I sense inside of my heart. I mean, how many times over the years have I had moments where, you know, I've had this lingering sense that God wanted me to speak to something as a friend or as a pastor, and I've thought to myself, oh, God, I seriously, I can't say this. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. There's no way. This is, this is going to, this is not going to end well, God. You ever have moments like that? And do you know what's funny is every time that I responded to the leading of the Lord, every time that I felt like God saying, yes, do it, every single time, even though what I either saw coming as a storm or the storm already existed, because I walked out in obedience what God was calling me to or God was allowing me to step into, it worked out. It worked out. And then I think, man, what if, what if I didn't step out? That's a, whole nother, that's a whole nother conversation. You know, on Thursday night, as I was uh, still working on my, uh, my message, I knew I had to come in on Friday morning just to kind of put together the last few pieces. I was about to go to bed, and all of a sudden, uh, and I don't know why, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about my message, I wasn't thinking about Sunday, I, was, I just spent a long day at the church, uh, you know, we were doing things like, um, you know, I believe, yeah, it was, Sunday, it was Thursday, we pre-recorded the worship that you just witnessed today, um, again, that's part of our uh, decision over the next few weeks to kind of in the spirit of cooperation with what's going on, because even though, you know, provincially we're allowed to continue to live stream with, you know, up to 10 people inside the building, uh, we just thought for the next couple of weeks, you know, we're, we're, we're going to try to pre-record a little bit, and then I'll come in live with myself. And, and Pastor Jonathan, and, and we're going we're gonna to run, you know, the, the, the sermon live so that, and, and i got to tell you, man, like even listening to the worship today, it felt as strong as I did on Thursday when I was sitting there helping with the recording. But it was a long day, and I finally got home, and I, and I just, I, I didn't want to touch anything. I didn't want to talk about, you know, church. I didn't want to talk about my message. I didn't want to talk about anything. I just wanted to, you know, to zone out kind of a thing. And I was on my way to bed, and all of a sudden, the Lord dropped in my heart Proverbs chapter uh, 3, verse 5 and 6. And I'm going to invite uh, Pastor Jonathan to come uh, here, because I'm going I'm to close in a moment here. But I was sitting there, and I was just about to go to bed, and the Lord reminded me of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 uh, to 6, where he says, trust Trust the Lord, and, 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 and again, trust him in him with all of your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. 
He will make your paths straight. You know, and as that scripture started resonating inside of my heart, of course, that's always a dangerous thing when I'm about to go to bed because that might lead to a long night of like frustration and not being able to sleep and insomnia because now my mind is like running like crazy. But, but the next morning, the Lord just began to just remind me to make your path straight. Do you know what's interesting about this passage? It says when, that, when he makes your paths straight, it's not only suggesting in that moment that he's going to guide you, but what he's actually suggesting in that moment when you look at and you study this, it's the idea that someone is going before you or with you and is removing all of the obstacles that already exist that are in front of you, that are in front of the path that God is calling you to, that you're not able to move on your own, that you need someone to make your path straight, but the direction that he is calling you to is not straight to begin with. Wow. It's not just about taking crooked paths and pulling it straight. It's about leading you somewhere where there are things in front of you that's bigger than yourself. It's not perfect. It needs something removed. So it already exists. And then he takes me back to the beginning of this passage of scripture, verse 5. Trust him. The idea of wholeheartedly, trust him with all of your heart, the will, the intelligence, the emotions, every area of your life, trust it. Give it over to God, no matter where he's leading you in your life, depending, no matter what the area is. Wholeheartedly trust God where he's leading and calling you. Yes, it might be big. Yes, it might be a struggle. Yes, it might be overwhelming. Yes, it might be difficult. But trust him. Trust him in this moment. Hmm. And lean. You know what's interesting about this word? Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't, don't lean on your own patterns. Don't lean in your own you know, uh, experiences. Don't lean in just what you understand with your natural mind, heart, and soul. Don't lean. You know what's interesting about this word lean? It's the idea of supporting yourself and relying on something because we have a tendency to rely on, on what we find secure and comfortable. It's natural. But at the root of this word, it actually talks about leaning on something that is comfortable. It's leaning in such a way that you are comfortable. And Solomon says, don't lean on what you're understanding, and, and, and if it makes you feel comfortable, don't lean on that, but submit yourself in all of your ways, in all of your actions, in all of your choices, in all of your steps. Submit yourself. Walk in obedience. I love this word submit because it's the idea of both evaluating and accepting as true. Isn't that awesome? Don't get comfortable. By relying on your own understanding, but trust God with all of your entire life and every area of your life. In every step that you take, submit yourself to the will of God, and He will. That's the moment He kicks in. He says, I promise you, I will, I will lead you 
But where I'm leading you might have some major boulders in the way. There might be some major struggles. But I'm going to remove them. But they already exist. And they're already there. But trust me. And if anything, we need to lean on his word. That's the first place I'd start. If I had a sense or a nudge of where God's leading me, it's lean on God's word. What's what's God's word speaking to me? You know, the next thing I would do is I would begin to pray through. God, I I, I can't shake this moment. I don't know if this is you, so I'm going to pray this through. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to spend time with you every single day. I'm just going to lay it before your feet, and I'm going to say, God, speak to me. God, speak to me. And you know what? Can I just encourage you? If you get a chance, go go to the prayer course. It's prayercourse.org. There's some incredible, uh, this is a shout out for that because I'm going to tell you, man, it was, we just finished up the series with a, with a group of people. It was like 20 plus of us that got together and every Wednesday night did the prayer course. And if you haven't done it, you can do it. It's free. It's awesome. It's phenomenal. But go to the lesson on listening. And Pete Gregg talks about this. The part of the journey of learning how to listen and hear the voice of God, that nudge that's within us. It's the very counsel that we got from Solomon to begin with. Proverbs 15, verse 22. Plans fail for the lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Many advisors. The idea is, hey, if you have a sense of what you should do, gather around some, and I would call this veterans, men and women of God that, are, that have journeyed longer than I have, that are prayer warriors, and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm sensing in my heart. Would you come alongside, and would you pray with me? Pray that I hear the voice of God. Help me to know that this is the Lord. But if you're going to step out, like I said, I think some of it is initiating, taking steps of faith. Jesus, is this what you want me to do? Have that conversation with the Lord. And I think we're going to see some crazy and awesome things in God. Let's pray. Thanks for listening in to this week's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media to stay updated with everything Community Church. Also check us out at www.